Well, that sucked. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, welcome back to Film Junkie Live on your June 7th, Tuesday. Um, yes, I don't know exactly what the fuck happened there. I know we're all suspecting that, uh, yes, that maybe like when I played the, the McConaughey clip. But the thing is, though, usually if I got a strike, like a copyright strike, it would have just pulled the whole thing down. It didn't. I don't know what happened. My internet seemed to be fine. I don't know. I don't know what exactly happened, but it just it just went kapooey. It just went kapooey. So not sure what happened. I apologize, guys. Uh, it's been my day. This has been my day. It really has. Because day, day, day job stuff, I was having problems with uh, that over there, technology-wise, where things were just, like, going all wonky, and it was very frustrating. So... Uh, you know, I guess the demon has not been exercised. I have to get a fucking like digital demon exorcist in this fucking thing. I don't know what the hell happened, but I apologize, guys. Welcome back. All right. Uh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Tim was like, really? You know, because I have a flow. I have a flow with the show and it's like you're fucking up the flow. But all right, we're not going to do, obviously, I'm not going to just like, you know, redo the tweets or anything like that. Don't worry. We'll just jump right into it. But uh, thank you guys for coming back. Please make sure you smash the like thumbs up again. Do all that and, uh, you know, share it. Make sure you're subscribed, notifications, all that stuff, notification bell, everything, all the links provided down below, of course, with the Patreon and everything like that. So we're all good. We're all good. So, Yeah. It's all gravy, guys. We're just going to jump. Uh, we'll jump right into it now. But, yeah, I appreciate you guys coming back. Ugh, man, I tell you what. Frustrating, very frustrating. But what can you do? Technology sometimes just doesn't want to work the way it works. So, you know, we're just going to we're just going to go. And uh, you know what? Just because of that. That's right. I poured some bourbon. Cheers. <laughs> ah. Ah, yeah, it was like one of those where it was like, ugh, frustrating, frustrating, frustrating. So I was like, you know what, let me just uh, calm the nerves down with some some good old uh, cough medicine right there. So anyways, guys, we're good. We're all good. That's right. That's right. We're good. We're back at it. Let's, uh, you know, the tweets were good. We were, luckily, we were getting to the end of those tweets. We were getting to the uh, the end of those tweets, so. It's all going to be, it's all, it's all good right now. So, but anyways, all right. So thank you guys for coming back. I see you guys all here. Appreciate that. And uh, thank you, uh, Nicolay. Yeah, appreciate that. All right. So let's get started then. Just right off the bat. Let's get started with this whole like uh, Warner Brothers Discovery and Henry Cavill, Superman and everything like that. So, I mean, I've talked, I've, I've spoke with you guys about this already, you know, last week when the rap came up with an article uh, that said a DC insider basically said that, you know, what Warner Brothers Discovery should do is just kind of revolve a universe around Superman, around Henry Cavill, Superman. And uh, of course, I was very much for it. And I thought like, well, this could be a good thing with the whole Toby Emmerich stepping down and everything. And we just kind of go like, OK, you still have this dude right here. He, uh, he very much still wants to play Superman. 
you know, let's get him back in that cape. Let's get him back in that suit and that cape. You know, he's, you know, he wants to do it. So let's, well, like what's happening here. It's been like five years since we've had this guy do it. And, and it seemed like with things that were happening, um, obviously there was, you know, a clashing that happened between Cavill and Warner brothers. Obviously this was before the merger and, you know, so things weren't really happening. Ignore all the bullshit that you've heard when, uh, you know, the numerous, you know, the scooping game was like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Warner Brothers wants uh, Henry Cavill. Uh, they're in negotiations. Yeah, uh, they're talking. Yeah, they're uh, they're having discussions. Yeah, they're, uh, you know, it's like every, what, four or six weeks, they just put out an article saying, like, negotiations are happening. Ignore all that. All bullshit. But now that we have the new regimen here and Dave Zaslav, who is just wanting to just get shit done and get some work done because, you know, the man's a businessman and he's trying to figure out exactly what is the best option when it comes to D.C. Because let's face it, the people running the show for the past decade, essentially, fucking it up, okay? You guys got to realize that, man, we started off with, well, with Man of Steel. Should have said Man of Steel, Okay. All started with that. Zack Snyder, obviously, Warner Brothers wanted Christopher Nolan to uh, do what he did with the Dark Knight trilogy with Superman. He said, no, but I know a guy who can. And that guy came in and did. Okay. But Superman is a very difficult character to like ground. And now that we are almost uh, 10 years, next year will be the 10 year anniversary of Man of Steel. Guess what? There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that have come around on that movie. But that sounded very dirty. I know. Apologize. No, I don't. No, but I'm just saying, like, when it comes to Man of Steel, you know, some people, there was mixed reviews of it at first. I mean, I walked out of the movie theater just going, holy shit, that was insane. I loved it, you know. And uh, and then, of course, every time I watch it, it just seems like, uh, you know, I just go, man, this is just a perfect Superman movie in my eyes. Um, I, you know, it's a good origin story. It really just it grounds Superman as much as we can you know so you know and a lot of people it's become like that cult kind of classic kind of thing and BVS is now starting to be like that too you know especially with the whole Snyder Cut thing and then everybody watching Zack Snyder's Justice League and going holy shit this is different from what I and then they go back and watch BVS or Man of Steel and they're just like holy shit I see what Zack was trying to do sadly Warner Brothers did not see what Zack was trying to do he wanted to tell his own story his own Superman story and he was laying the foundations for like all these other characters for them to branch off and do their own movies let's start off like this and then go that way as opposed to what Marvel is doing by starting off with the solo movies and then coming together Guy's an innovator. He knew exactly what he wanted to do. But, of course, Warner Brothers was not looking at it like that because everything's dollars and cents, dollars and cents. So there's some people that have really fucked that up. And guess what? David Saslov, not happy about that. (laughs) How about that? Not happy about that. So anyways, here's the article right here that was released today. Uh, Okay, hold on. Let me do this. Make sure I don't, you know, no technical difficulties. Oh, and I clicked the ad. I don't want that. Jeez, I don't know what's going on. But anyways, here's the article right here. So it says, for Warner Brothers, a leadership change, a polo lounge lunch, and nagging questions about DC Films' future. Okay, so on Friday, Tommy Emmerich had a meal with Michael DeLuca and Pamela Abdi, uh, Abdi, 
At the Polo Lounge, a hub of deal-making and power lunches in a move that was clearly designed to send a signal of solidarity to Hollywood. That's hilarious. The bread-breaking, which went down as, as uh, show business players like producer Donald DeLine and CEA blah, 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 all doing this just the day after, uh, of course, Emmerich was announced that he was stepping down of his position right here. Um, and then, of course, we talked about how DeLuca and Emmerich worked together at New Line, and it wasn't uh, apparently it wasn't too pretty. But there uh, there might be more on the menu. DeLuca and Abdi have told people they expect to have input in what DC does in film and television. However, Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav still hopes to find his answer to Kevin Feige, the guru, of course, blah, blah, blah. We know that Zaslav already approached Emma Watts a veteran Fox and Paramount executive about the job, but the talks collapsed. Insiders say that no announcement about DC chief is imminent. What? There's that word again. Imminent. 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 But anyways, so apparently, yes, Emma Watts was like, I don't want this fucking job. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to clean up this mess. That's what she did right there. As he uh, navigates the film world, uh, Zaslav has relied extensively on the insight of the constell uh, constellation of industry players, such as former DC chief Bob Iger. Yes, Disney is going to be playing a part when it comes to whoever is running DC Studios. I can tell you that much. I'm sure he is... He's also in talks with former Disney film chief and Warner Brothers leader Alan Horn about becoming a consultant. I mean... Yes, there's conversations, you know, hopefully it doesn't get Disney-fied, which I don't think it will. But yes, I mean, obviously, you know, you can't help but what they're doing over there in the mess right over here. The courtship, the courtship of Watts means Walter Hamada, the current president of DC Films Production, has an uncertain future. Good. Yeah, he does have an uncertain future. Hopefully he doesn't get a deal like Emmerich did and some of the others, and he just gets the fucking boot. But yes, his future is very, yeah, uh, minutes are counting down. Even though he remains under contract until 2023, Zaslav believes that DC is under, underutilized, an underutilized asset. He's frustrated that its cinematic output has been inconsistent and that there hasn't been sufficient long-term planning in terms of rolling out sequels and follow-ups to popular movies. Yeah, like, uh, you know, those certain movies that that one guy did, right? Uh, you know, some of those. Supporters, supporters of Hamada, believe the executive hasn't received enough credit. Fuck, no, he doesn't deserve it. Under his leadership, the studio scored massive hits with Aquaman, which was already being made before he signed on into his position, so fuck off. And the Batman. Shut up. Shut up. No, I'm not crediting Walter Hamada for the Batman. I'm crediting Matt Reeves. Crediting Matt Reeves. Oh, man, something tells me that, uh, you know, maybe that Walter Hermata and his people kind of had something to do with uh, this little article right here. Possibly, right? The latter earning the comic book label's best review since Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight. They also note that DC has moved more aggressively into multi-platform uh, storytelling, creating spinoff shows out of characters like Peacemaker and Penguin. Whoever takes over the division will face challenges, including the fate of Superman. Henry Cavill, who played the part in Man of Steel. What? This is news to me. 
I thought it was somebody named Henry Cavill in uh, other films, uh, is aging out of the role. And the studio has yet to finalize plans for the Superman film that was being developed with a script from acclaimed author Ta-Nehisi Coates, Coates, whatever the hell his name is. It's this paragraph right here. Whoever takes over the division will face challenges, including the fate of Superman. Henry Cavill, and I love that. that they, they, I mean, they, it's, it's funny because, you know, the writers have to write to the person who, who knows the least who's going to read it. Oh, yeah, Henry Cavill, by the way, he played, uh, you know, Superman in Man of Steel um, and other films, too is aging out of the role. So now this is uh, this is what a lot of people were um, what a lot of people were talking about on the timeline today on Twitter. They were talking about how Henry Cavill is like, you know, the whole thing. I mean, obviously that was uh, you know, that 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 caused a little rift in the fandom where like people are like, "What the fuck?" I mean, he's what, 38, 39 years old, something like that. And uh, they're talking about aging out of the role. Now, when it comes to that, you know, when it comes to Hollywood, let's face it, there always is an age factor when it comes to a lot of these things. But the thing is, you know, you got to not look at the number. Just look at the person. Does he look like he's, you know, does he look any different than he did back in 2013? If anything, he looks better. I'm just saying he looks better. He definitely does. Um, so obviously they're just looking at the number. Like, oh man, he's 38. We need to get somebody who's like in their late 20s, early 30s. That's usually what they're looking at. But at the same time, Robert Pattinson is, didn't he just turn like 36, 37? You know, Robert Pattinson's in his late 30s, but of course, you know, he doesn't look like his age either. But I'm just kind of going like, what the fuck? When it comes to Henry Cavill, um, first off, stop it with the Robert Downey Jr. comparisons. I know a lot of people like to bring Robert Downey Jr. into uh, this whole argument when it comes to actors that you know did it constantly when it came to Ben Affleck being Batman. And I'm just kind of going, all right, not hold, stop saying Robert Downey Jr. First off, I mean that's kind of the character was you know supposed to be in his you know later years, and not to mention Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. did what Robert Downey Jr. does best, but I've been, but I will make the exception, of course, when it comes to Iron Man three, because it seemed like he did a lot of more physicality stuff. He wasn't in the the suit as much, but let's face it, when it comes to playing Iron Man, a lot of the time it's just you know it's a lot of mocap stuff and a lot of stuff where it's not him really doing things. And the main thing that Robert Downey Jr. has to do is sit down with a certain kind of you know helmet and camera and just kind of crack wise, which is what he does best, and that's why we love him as Iron Man. But that comparison. I don't like that comparison really at all. If you're going to compare somebody, you're going to compare Henry Cavill to somebody. How about you compare him to the guy who's releasing a trailer tomorrow? You know, that Black Adam guy, you know, he's going to be releasing a trailer tomorrow where essentially he's playing a super strong being who flies and who Superman has actually fought before. And we want to see him fight again. And Dwayne Johnson's like 10 years older than Henry Cavill. So maybe use that argument instead. Use that argument. It's like, hey, you know, you already have you have Dwayne Johnson who's pushing 50 doing your Black Adam. Why the fuck can't you have Henry Cavill still doing your Superman? I mean, obviously, he's still in great shape. He's in top notch. His value is way up. And that's something you got to really consider. And I think that's what Dave Zaslav is definitely considering when it comes to Superman. What's the best option? What is the best option? Now, that's why I started tweeting out hashtag Henry Cavill Superman. And I think that's another thing. I mean, when it comes to, 
people constantly, you know, restore the Snyderverse, restore the Snyderverse. Sure, tweet that, do it all, you know, all you want. But attach to other hashtags, okay? Not the make bat, the Batfleck movie. Stop it with that hashtag because the man himself is not really wanting to make that as of right now. So stop it with the make the Batfleck movie. How about the Henry Cavill Superman hashtag along with the release, the air cut? Because David Ayer and Henry Cavill, David Ayer wants you to see his cut of Suicide Squad, and he's going to fight for it. We've talked about that whole thing in November, okay? Henry Cavill still very much wants to play Superman, okay? So let's show the numbers. We've got to show the analytics when it comes to this whole thing. And Zaslav, he's a businessman, okay? So, a lot, of course, a lot of people are going like, oh, he's going he's gonna to restore the Snyder. He's going to be our Lord and Savior and blah, blah, blah. And as per usual, you got to be like, hey, okay, he's a businessman. He's looking at the dollars and the cents. What's going to make the most impact? But he will, if it looks like it's a good idea to bring back Henry Cavill because of the value of him and the fact that he's become a name now, then that's a good thing. And, like, we got to show that. We definitely got to show that because other than that, it's just going to get completely rebooted. Okay. Everything's going to just, after the flash comes out next year, everything's just going to get, who knows what's going to happen. And maybe they'll tweak something in the flash that makes that happen where nobody's coming back and they're just going to start fresh. I don't know. They're going to keep Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves is very secure in his bat universe. God knows what's going to be coming of the uh, the fucking shared universe. I mean, obviously, there's still very much a lot of projects that are coming out, and it kind of makes you wonder if Black Adam is a big, huge success. Does that mean they're going to work off of that with, like, you know, the Justice Society of America? Or are they just going to try to work on that? Who knows? I don't know. And then, of course, you got Batgirl, you got Blue Beetle, you got all kinds of stuff. Everything's kind of a mess right now. It really is. I mean, as much as, you know, being DC fans, we try to be as optimistic as possible and we're thinking, oh, well, that looks cool. That looks cool. Let's be, you know, let's be optimistic about the future. We want to support these filmmakers and these actors and everything like that. But at the same time, you know, Zaslav's kind of going like, why is there not like a cohesive universe that's happening right now? Well, it's because of people like Toby Emmerich, first off. So there's a lot of things that are happening behind the, the scenes right now. And, you know, it is up in the air when it comes to Henry Cavill. So when it comes to Zaslav and WBD, they're basically just kind of going like, what's the best option? What's the cheapest option? Do we bring Cavill back, build a universe around him? Or do we just reboot the entire fucking thing? That's what's going to be interesting. And they're, uh, they're very close, of course, of getting ahead of DC Studios. Someone's going to be coming in. Who knows who that's going to be? And like I said, yeah, Zaslav is talking to people at Disney to be like, hey, you know, obviously it says it in this article right here. But I'm just, uh, this is what I'm just kind of like relaying to you guys when it comes to all this. So, and then uh, the last paragraph right here says, as for Emmerich, he, he's in a new position as part of the exit package. There you go. As part of the his exit package, he scored a production deal, but that means he will now be sitting on the other side of the table at pitch meetings. In many cases, that faces uh, the faces that will be uh, staring back at him will belong to his Friday lunch companions, DeLuca and Ab D, which is great. I love that. I love the fact that he's going to be looking at Michael DeLuca. The tables literally have turned because we remember remember that whole thing where they were working at New Line and they pretty much didn't get along. And Michael DeLuca kind of left, went over to MGM, made a killing. Toby just did what Toby does. So 
There we go. That's that's my whole thing when it comes to what is happening right now, when it comes to Henry Cavill, Superman, and Warner Brothers Discovery, is the fact that they just got to figure it out. What's the cheapest way to just... That's the thing, and it's like it's going to be the cheapest. What's the cheapest? What's going to have the, the bang for the buck? And, I mean, in my eyes, they should keep Cavill because, I mean, the, guy, the man embodies Superman. He's full-on just... I mean, we all know that that, that man... He's just fucking Superman. You look at him, it's hard not to see Superman. That's why, you know, when he did Mission Impossible, it's like, all right, I'm going to grow one of these. <laughs> so then people don't just go like, that's Superman again, you know? Um, so hopefully something can happen behind the scenes where this is uh, where Cavill can still do something. And maybe they could like build around them. I mean, you still got you still got Jason Momoa. You still got Godot. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how long do they want to go, you know? I mean, obviously, we're supposed to get another Wonder Woman, and we got another Aquaman coming out. Hopefully, that's not a fucking mess. But, uh, you know, you hear things, and maybe it kind of is, especially with the whole Amber Heard thing. Hoy. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. The whole Ezra Miller Flash thing. I mean, God knows what's going to be coming out from that. I'm not going ma- uh, you know, to make any kind of—I'm not going to say anything about that until, until we get, like, Ezra's side with this whole thing because— you know, I've been telling you guys that that's probably going to be something that's going to be coming out. Who knows? Uh, well, between now and the movie. <laughs> so we got a year. It's all just a mess right now. It really is kind of a mess. It really is. And uh, but I just think like uh, the best option would be Henry Cavill, because if you're going to like build a universe around a Superman, why not have already already the established Superman who is a name now? And just kind of, you know, do whatever. I don't know. He wants it still. He definitely still wants to play Superman. He's not walked away. It's not, you know, Ben Affleck's kind of like, eh, I'm kind of done. Maybe I'll come back for some, you know, small shit. But I'm pretty much done, you know. Ben Affleck, I could see that, you know. He's kind of done for the whole thing. But Cavill, not so much. He still very much would love to play Superman many more times. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, so that's what everybody was talking about today when it came to um, when it came to all this, and hopefully something good will come out. But I have a feeling that in the not so distant future, we're gonna hear who is going to get be the head of this DC Studios and whatnot. So be on the lookout for that. We'll be it'll be pretty exciting. Probably be somebody we don't know, you know, a name that we've never heard of or anything like that. So. We'll see what happens. But for the love of God, keep Henry Cavill as Superman. I think so. I mean, uh, that's why I'm saying like, hey, anybody who does the campaign stuff, start doing some more. You know, Ayer Cut and Henry Cavill Superman should be, you know, priority one and two. I think, you know, if if Restore the Snyderverse, this is kind of that. So if you're going to keep on tweeting out Restore the Snyderverse, Add those two hashtags, too, of Henry Cavill Superman and release the air cut just to kind of pump up some analytics and show them like, hey, we want Henry Cavill back as Superman and we want to see David Ayer Suicide Squad. Just, you know, and of course, you got the Schumacher cut, too. That's also a thing. But that's, uh, you know, obviously that's a legacy thing, I guess you could say. But yeah, that's that's all I'm just saying to you right now. We'll see what happens with it all. Um, and anything I find out or, you know, that I can talk about, I will talk about. And I don't know, hopefully we'll see uh, this new person that comes in and you never know this person that comes in that runs DC, DC studios might go, all right, 
Matt Reeves, you do your thing. We're just going to redo this over here. And they might, they might end up starting over from scratch. You know, that'd be interesting. That'd be crazy if that was the case. We probably won't hear about that till after the Flash movie, because why would they say that before? And they might try to start a build stuff that's already. I don't think they're going to do a full on reboot if that was going to happen. They would. There's still there's still stuff that they've established that they probably would keep in there. I don't know. It's all crazy, guys. It's all crazy. You know, you could thank Toby Emmerich, especially. You could thank uh, Suji Hara. You could thank those guys for the mess that we're in. Um, you know, you could really just do that, I guess. And, you know, when it comes to this guy, Dwayne Johnson, and, of course, uh, Black Adam, I mean, obviously, they're really excited about this. And Dwayne Johnson really is, I, you know, when it comes to him and, and, you know, and I've told you guys the fact that when it comes to test screenings of Black Adam against test screenings of The Flash, I mean, the thing that nobody was talking about is the fact that The Flash test screenings got positive reviews, like big time positive reviews. Black Adam, not so much. And I think when Dwayne Johnson heard the feedback from those test screenings, he really was like, oh, shit. I really got to fucking bust my ass. We got to bust our ass and make sure that we have something here that people are really going to like walk away going, holy shit, that was something different when it comes to superhero movies. And, uh, you know, being the fact that he's always the good guy and always Dwayne Johnson in every movie. It's like, man, you really should just Black Adam's a villain, man. I mean, yeah, you could do the anti-hero stuff, but man, you really got to push you got to push that that villain role of Black Adam. And I think that's what the big worry is about. And apparently there's been reshoots for like the past month, maybe even longer. I don't know. Been a lot of reshoots. So I'm hoping that he's really busting his ass to try to be like, all right, we're going to write the sh- write whatever, like what is uh, the feedback right here, which I know a lot of people don't like the whole test audience feedback. But man, sometimes, I mean, Sometimes you just got to do that, I guess. But um, so there was this right here of all days. We got this right here. Um, Hold on. Do I have my audio? Nope. So he posted this right here. That is an official rap on Black Adam. And as the man in black himself would say, toodaloo, motherfucker. (laughs) Put that. Put that, okay, instead of the hierarchy of the DC universe is about to change, I would say, do that instead. Say that instead. Oop, oop, where is it at? Motherfucker. Put that on the poster. But I thought that was pretty cool. So, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to bet this was probably over the weekend that he probably uh, recorded this. It wasn't like anything that just like happened. I don't know. Finishing touches. That's a wrap. World premiere of the trailer tomorrow. He's really hyping this up. And then, of course, we got the official poster right here, which is a great poster because guess what? Not a bunch of floating heads. And it's a little bit, doesn't it look a little bit like some of those other DCEU posters that we got up close, the main character looking at the suit you know, looks pretty similar to that uh, that Man of Steel poster, that first Man of Steel poster we got right there. You better believe that was inspiration for this. The only thing that I want removed from this poster is the tagline. Yes, the tagline is not that great. 
Not that great. There shouldn't have been a tagline on this poster. That's the only thing that is killing this poster in my eyes. The world needed a hero. It got Black Adam. No, no, no. You went a little too far. You were perfect. You were perfect. Dwayne, Dwayne and everybody, you were perfect with this poster, this first poster of Black Adam. It was all perfect. All we needed was your silhouette, the costume and everything. Everything looks good. The side profile looks great. We didn't need the tagline. Did not need the tagline. Ugh. Just went a step too far with the tagline because tagline just doesn't work. Tagline doesn't work. The world needed a hero. It got Black Adam. What? No. That just, that's where the poster fails. Everything else is good. Tagline, not so much. That's just me, though. People like the tagline, that's perfectly fine. But, man, that was just like a, just a step too far, man. Just a step too far. And apparently, there are people within the movie community and stuff like that that got to see the trailer already. What? Yes, there are people, influencers and people who are on sites, they got to see the trailer already, and they got a bunch of Black Adam goodies. They got a fucking McFarlane figure. They also got Dwayne Johnson's fucking tequila and his energy drink. No invite. Damn it. Damn it. Why didn't I get the invite? What happened? Where was it at? Was it in California? Damn it. Sadly, I didn't get that. I still haven't tried his tequila. I want to try it. And maybe uh, soon I will. I don't know. Probably give it a shot. But yeah, it would have been nice if I could have got invited to those reindeer games. My God. Film junkie not getting any love. But then again, it was probably, I probably should have reached out. <laughs> probably my fault. My fault right there. So anyway, so yeah, so there are people that have seen the trailer and they got to meet Dwayne Johnson and they got a bunch of, you know, they got a basket of goodies, which included, you know, McFarland toys and uh, his tequila and his energy drink. So, um, you know, I got to work. I mean, maybe I got to work on getting Dwayne Johnson on the vodka stream. We'll turn it into the tequila stream if he wants to, you know, we can have, that'd be pretty sweet. I don't, you know, that's, that's, that's a big time long shot, but you know, you never know. <laughs> can you imagine? Dwayne Johnson on the vodka stream, that would be uh, insane. Insane. But yeah, tequila stream. Let's do it, Dwayne. Let's do it. Okay. And then we go over to Netflix, and uh, thank God we got some Rebel Moon crumbs, man. Uh, you know, after the fact that it was Geeked Week, and they released a bunch of trailers yesterday, you know, which we talked about, you know, Wednesday, the Midnight Club, all that stuff, talking about it. Um, today, um, and we got, of course, Zack Snyder. Uh, first off, let's see, we got this video right here from uh, from him and uh, Sophia Batella. This is them talking about something right here, Geek to Week. Hey, Geek Week, I'm Zack Snyder. And I'm Sophia Butella. We're on the set of our big new movie, Rebel Moon. It's a giant space opera with visual effects. Sci-fi fantasy. Crazy action, right? Yeah, about a bunch of misfits that come together against all odds. So you've been training hard. Yeah, for months now, and we just started shooting. And it's so far awesome. We have an amazing cast, exciting costumes and makeup, and characters that you won't believe you're looking at. 
yeah, some aliens and all sorts of craziness. And really proud of the team that I have working. They're doing an incredible job. So really, for me, it's uh, a dream come true. So thank you, Geek. Are they oh, a bar? Wait, before I go, like keep your eyes peeled. Bar. There's going to be a bunch of stuff we're going to be dropping along the way. Bunch of Content, stuff. Content, maybe some videos, some stuff from on set. So yes. keep your eyes up for that and enjoy. Thank you, Geek Tweak. Thank you, Geek Tweak. <laughs> oh, look at how happy Zach is over there. He's like just uh, pigging shit right now, man. Like a little kid at a candy store, just loving, just loving everything that's happening right now. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's absolutely fantastic. It's fantastic right there. And then, of course, what did we get uh, from Zack Snyder himself? Well, we got this. We got, a, we got this gif right here that shows a certain character with some horns. Another, uh, not a spiky fucker, but a horny fucker this time. So look at that right there. God damn it. Look at that makeup. Look at the design. It's all great. All practical. You got to love the practical. Jace, we don't know who this is yet. Harmada? <laughs> no, I think the Harmada was supposed to, you know, obviously have a spider-like body. But look at that shit. Look at that design, man. And then, of course, I love how Zach just goes, like, forging ahead. Here's a recent makeup test I shot on my iPhone. How the fuck does this man make this kind of quality stuff on his iPhone? It's unbelievable. But I think, you know, me and Aaron Bailey talked about it uh, on the vodka stream a couple weeks ago. It was like, oh, yeah, it's just he there's just it's all about lighting. It's all about certain things. But my God, man, that is one hell of a design. And the fact that he shot that on his iPhone is amazing. Amazing. So. We're going to get more stuff like this, hopefully get more stuff tomorrow, but man, I want to see more designs, but it's just looking absolutely gorgeous. Whew, man, got to love it. I mean, I, I was begging, begging for some, uh, for some Rebel Moon crumbs, and there it is right there, you know? And I love the fact that, you know, when it comes to what was, what's happening at Warner Brothers Discovery right now and the fact that Zaslav is, like, ripping his hair out because of what the fuck has been happening for, like, the past fucking eight years when it comes to decision-making over there at Warner Brothers, we got Zach over here building this fucking universe, just, just uh, you know, just planted the seed and everything is rising, and he's just having a good time and just, oh, man gotta love that that's what i love about it you know and uh you know you got people that it's just like oh no he needs to come back and do his sequels i'm like i don't know <laughs> yeah let's hold on about that i mean maybe eventually that would be sweet when 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 warner brothers discover when warner brothers and discovery can finally get all the shit together yeah that's when he can come back but right now he's gonna build universes i'm great and to the people that keep on saying that Debbie Snyder is going to come back, come back and run DC Studios. Please stop that. I've seen that on my timeline, too. She's not going to run DC Studios. All right. She's Zach's producer. They are a team. She's not going to not going to just come and run a, a whole DC uh, Studios. I know I saw that today because, you know, when Zach likes a post on Vero, that means it's going to happen. I know I. I I don't know why people haven't learned yet that it's like Zach's just a nice guy. He'll like he likes he likes people posting about stuff that, you know, involves them. Doesn't mean it's a oh yeah, you're, you know, a yes or a no or something like that. Stop it. I've seen that. I saw that today on my timeline because, you know, somebody posted that, you know, what if Deborah Snyder came back and ran um and wanted to run like DC Studios and he liked the post. So naturally there's like that 
group that's like, oh, my God, it's happening. It's like, did we not learn anything from the fucking Warner Brothers upfront thing? Remember? Remember that whole thing when everybody thought that there was like codes that were happening out there and something was going to be happening. And yeah, we just got to relax a little bit and just be happy. Just be happy for Zach right now, please. He is having a good time right now. Him and Debbie are having a great time making an original movie. Star Wars type movie, even though, yeah, I guess that's, you know, it's somewhat original, but you know, it's, it's, it's a fucking Zack Snyder Star Wars movie that he's going to be filming all the way till November, unless there was some kind of delay that it might've happened, but let's be, uh, let's be happy. Let's be happy about this. Okay. Let's just be happy that they're doing this. All right. Oh, but I love it. I can't wait for more. Cannot wait for more. And then this, this is, well, you know, some of us have mixed feelings about this. I've had mixed feelings about this. I've, we've talked about this many times. The fact that, uh, you know, when it comes to DC Black Label, we, uh, we're hoping that after the Joker made a billion dollars, that maybe there would be some more movies that would have, you know, some other characters, other characters that they would uh, dive into in a different light, something different like that. That doesn't it's not exactly the source material, but, you know, but that has a little bit of, uh, you know, little little things here and there. And uh, even Todd Phillips himself said that he pitched other possible ideas, too, when it came to black DC black label. Now, it's kind of interesting that after everything that's happened, you know, we kept hearing about Joker, too. But some of us were kind of going, is that really going to happen? Is that really uh, is that really a thing? And blah, blah, blah. Well, turns out, yes, it very much is a thing because Mr. Todd Phillips went to Instagram and posted the very cover of the script. Joker, folly adieu. Folly adieu, if I'm saying that. Foley? Foley adieu? I don't know. And then there's Joaquin Phoenix with the cigarette in his mouth reading said script. Okay? Folly adieu. What does that mean? Folly adieu is defined as an identical or similar mental disorder affecting two or more individuals, usually the members of a close family. Two case reports of this condition are presented with a brief review of the literature. Whoa. Two? Two or more individuals. What? Well, that's interesting. So naturally, naturally, people are just going, oh, Harley Quinn. We're getting a Harley Quinn, aren't we? And I'm just kind of going, that seems too easy. To me, that seems too easy. Very well could be a Harley Quinn. Yes. But it just seems too easy. You know? I don't know. Two or more. Hmm. So, yeah, there's going to be another character that I mean, obviously, if you're going to do a sequel to this, you have to have another character. But it's like, is it Harley Quinn? Could be. But I just I, to me, it just seems a little too easy. Uh, two face. Yeah. Two jokers. One cup. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's always that theory because, you know, it's not like he's the definitive joker. Obviously, there could be very various other jokers and remember what willem defoe said he had the idea of like man wouldn't that be sweet if like you know yeah you have this joker the arthur fleck joker but then you have another joker if like he if if willem defoe wanted you know because everybody's fan cast willem defoe for the joker for years 
what if like, you know, he joined this movie and he was like just another Joker that was inspired by this Joker. That would be interesting. Yes. A Harley Quinn would be interesting, but at the same time, I'm just kind of going, does it fit in this world? And I did a video right after Joker came out with a theory that I heard that I thought was very interesting that the fact that, you know, because we don't know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's theories out there because if you watch the movie, it's kind of interesting when you look at, you know, the clocks and look at certain things is like, is everything in his mind that things really happen? You know, there's a lot of that too. I mean, Todd Phillips did a great job of you figure it out. You figure it out. But now he's got to kind of tell us, all right, this is what it actually was. That's why I was kind of, uh, I was against a second Joker because I like the fact that you had to interpret like certain things in the first movie yourself. But now he's got to tell you what it actually meant. And I'm hoping that it's a good idea because I thought, no, just do another, you know, a lot of us were kind of just going, no, just do a, do a Professor Crane movie. Do a Lex Luthor movie or something like that. Please, let's not do another Joker movie. That was a one-off. That was good enough. But if you came up with something good, I, I mean, I'm still going to check it out. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued with the title. I'm intrigued what could possibly happen in this Joker movie. I don't know what's going to be the case. But, you know, there was like the whole theory that, the, I, I, the whole there was a whole theory that, you know, and I did the video about it, that uh, Arthur Fleck, is actually not Arthur Fleck. That's actually Bruce Wayne. <laughs> That's actually Bruce Wayne who lost his mind after his parents got killed. You know, there's that whole correlation when 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 Arthur Fleck and Bruce actually met through the gate. First off, that was way too easy, and they were wearing similar um, color clothing, kind of thing. So there's like the whole theory that it's actually Bruce Wayne, and he's just lost his mind. You know, and I've always there was always like, a, you know, a cool there's always something to that when it's like, well, what if there was ever like a story where where Bruce actually gets um, trapped inside Arkham, you know, and everything's just kind of like a mind fuck. You know, if you wanted to take it, you wanted to take like the whole Bruce Wayne mythos into a crazy psychological direction. Wouldn't that be insane? I don't know. Probably not the case. Probably not the case. But I am intrigued on what Todd Phillips and his uh, co-writer came up with. And the fact that Joaquin Phoenix is reading it, it's going to happen, guys. Kind of interesting that it, after Toby, good old Toby Emmerich, after he is stepping down from his position, all of a sudden, Todd Phillips, like, you know, not, you know, almost a week later goes, hey, guess what? Yeah, Joker 2 is actually a thing. Because we got to remember, Warner Brothers, Toby Emmerich, they did not want that movie. They wanted it to, they cut the budget, I believe, and uh, they did not want this Joker movie. And then it ended up making a billion dollars because, and they ended up selling shares or whatever the fuck. And then it was like fucking mud on their stupid faces after it crossed a billion dollars and it's the highest grossing R-rated movie. Good job, Toby. That's one of the things that I'm sure Dave Zaslav's like, hey, man, I love playing golf with you, but Jesus Christ, what the fuck were you thinking on a lot of these decisions here? Jesus. I mean, you wonder why Warner Brothers is in such shambles right now and they're trying to figure out what's going on. I mean, Zaslav, I think, is going to figure it out for sure. I think he's definitely the man for the job, but, man, I tell you what, just talk about a goddamn mess. The fact, I didn't want this movie, but 
We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with uh, with Joker 2. I'm curious. I just want, I mean, obviously they talked about in that article that we uh, saw recently too where they said that, that, obvious, that possibly uh, Todd Phillips could be an advisor on looking at DC products. Uh, but at the same time, it's like mainly probably the DC, the dark label, you know, the black label. I think Todd Phillips should be looking over that because obviously, like he said, he pitched like two or three more characters. So hopefully this is going to lead to more black label DC stuff. And uh, yeah, eh, we'll talk about that another time there. I'm not even going to talk about it now. I'm not going to talk about it now, but it should be interesting. All right. So we got that. A lot of good news today. A lot of cool stuff. Um, let's see. I don't know where to even look when it comes to Twitter questions. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll look at both. I guess I'll look at both. Let's see here. Okay, so we'll we'll start off with the uh, with the uh, let's do it. We'll just in just in case. Okay, we'll just do it right here. Yeah, the original post. I'll just uh, stick with that. All right, Mr. Blake. Yo, Dave. For a long time, I've been worried they'd selectively recast, keep Henry, drop Amy because she's too old. What? I know. I hate that fucking... It's just a number. She's... Now that they're uh, saying that about Henry, I hope it just underlines how stupid it is. Yes. Still, what are the odds they keep Henry, drop Amy? They shouldn't because she's very much a name too. You have two names that are both Lois and Clark. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? And look at that. Henry Cavill is trending right now in the entertainment field so no it'd be stupid to recast a lois they should bring her back as well they have great chemistry together come on lane what's up dave now that new management taking over at wbd and dc with rumors of todd phillips as a dc consultant do you think they'll restore the dc black label and will have more standalone villain stories todd already pitched lex luthor Standalone movie, I believe. Uh, well, I think people just assumed it was Lex Luthor. We don't know for sure what he pitched. But, uh, yeah, Lane, I mean, that's pretty much what we were, uh, what I was just talking about right now is the fact that, yeah, I think it's going to invigorate the black label DC, which is something different than what is happening over at Marvel. And then, yes, Clay Talon right there. Yeah, yeah, see? Yeah, I mean... Willem Dafoe said that he would it would be cool if there were multiple Jokers. That would be insane if that actually does happen. Hey, Dave. Love the new footage Zach showed. This is Ronak. My only complaint is uh, he should have used Samsung instead of iPhone. Samsung camera is way better. But still, the, the man can turn any camera into a goddamn red camera for somehow. I don't know how he does it. Ryan, very interesting on the title cover of the Joker sequel screenplay. Folly Adu is defined as an identical or similar mental disorder affecting two or more individuals, usually the members of a close family. I know. So are we going to have a family member? Family member in uh, Joker 2. Ah, there's a lot of things up in the air right now. Ollie, 
Henry Cavill too old. He's in the most sought-after age bracket right now. RDJ, Neeson, Keanu Reeves, Craig. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's all there. I mean, yeah, it's an excuse. Do you think they're referring to Man of Steel when uh, Variety says there hasn't been planning of rolling out sequels of popular movies? Yes. Well, I would say after Justice League because technically BBS and Justice League were like sequels to Man of Steel. You know, in a sense. So, yeah. So there's there's something to be said about that. Uh, let's see. Let's try this again. Let's see. No, nobody. Uh, okay, nobody asked questions right there. Okay, good. Yeah. So, I mean, there's... It's all just up in the air. Everything is... It's all crazy right now. We just got to be patient, guys. We just got to be patient. Hopefully, they make uh, some good decisions. But, you know, like I said... You know, if you're going to do Restore the Snyderverse, I would say you got two other hashtags that could use your help. You know, for the people that are always constantly tweeting out Restore the the Snyderverse, just add Release the Air Cut and then, of course, Henry Cavill Superman. Just add those to it. Why not? Because as of right now, if we're going to get any kind of restoration of the Snyderverse, it's those two. Okay, it's seeing David Ayer's original vision for Suicide Squad, which takes place in the Snyderverse, and then keeping keeping the Superman that we love. That's that Zack Snyder. That where it all started. Where the fucking Snyderverse started with Henry Cavill, who still very much wants to do it. But it's up to these fuckers right over here, and hopefully something can happen. Hopefully, you know, after the flash, they don't just go, all right, let's start over, which is a possibility. We got to take that in. That could be a possibility. They could just start over, start fresh. You know, they're not going to they're not going to touch what Matt Reeves is doing. They're going to keep what he's doing. But he's very much in his own contained universe, which is fun. I love that. But guess what? You know, if Mr. Ben Affleck, you know, obviously is not sounding like he wants to do anything big, huge and grand when it comes to his Batman, we might have yet another Batman on our hands eventually in the future. Who knows? But the fact of the matter is, is like, man, I, I, I think we, ha- we haven't had enough Henry Cavill Superman. We haven't had enough Ben Affleck Batman either, that's for sure. But at the same time, I'm just saying, I'm just going by the person who actually still wants to do like full-on fucking crazy, you know, big, huge movies when it comes to this. So, whoa. Technical difficulties again, I don't know. So anyways, guys, all right. Let's go ahead and wrap this up right there. Thank you, guys. Sorry for the uh, technical difficulties. Uh, Again, I don't know exactly what happened when it came to that. So, uh, but I appreciate you guys coming back and spending some time with with me again and uh, going over what was all happening today. Obviously, you know, a lot of information to take in. And then, of course, like I said, tomorrow we got the Black Adam trailer. I'll most likely do an initial trailer reaction if it's in the morning. And then we'll break it down on the show tomorrow night. All right, guys. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Uh, Subscribe to the channel. Make sure you hit that notification bell. All that stuff and all the links for the sock meds and the Patreon. If you want to help out the pirate ship, is down below. Become a member if you want to do that. It's all good stuff. All right, guys. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Same junkie time, same junkie channel. All right, guys. Love you. Talk to you.